everybody. Welcome to another episode of Safe Space. Um, I hope everybody's having a great and fabulous week. Um, how's everybody doing? Let's do, let's do our quick check-in. I never know when we, like, I start the podcast, I never know how, because we have no music or anything, so I know if or know how to, like, like, get us into the party, like, start our podcast. So I'm like, do, 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 do. So, so how's everybody doing? I know you guys didn't have school today. Marcus slept in. How do you feel? I feel like I have a good amount of energy today, so I'm doing good so far. Okay. Amanda? I don't remember when I woke up. I just was up, so I'm good. You got energy, though? Yeah. All right. All right. Zoom people, how are you doing? Let's, I'll just pick one of you. Cynthia, go. Yeah, I was gonna go. I'm doing okay. Oh, oh my god. Yeah. I don't have any complaints. So yeah, I'm good. Okay. Nielsen, how are you doing? I'm doing good. I just have a big headache right now. Okay. All right. So, you know, I don't know if anybody knows. So this month is actually um, International Women's Month or, well, International Women's Day was, was March 8th. And so I'm going to- Today just, is also St. Patrick's Day. Oh yeah, today's St. Patrick's Day. Lucky, lucky. Oh wait, you're wearing green. I'm not wearing green. I should have worn green today. Thinking. I'm gonna have a lucky day then. I don't know about y'all, but I'm gonna wear green today. Amanda, you're not the only one who was prepared. Shut up. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you have to wear green on St. Patrick's Day. That's the best day. You're gonna have like a lot of luck if you wear green. I didn't even, you know what? I was thinking last night, I was like, yeah, Saint, you know, it's St. It's Patty's Day tomorrow. I was thinking this last night and I was like, gotta wear green. green. You know what's the rules if you don't wear green on St. Patrick's Day? What happens? You get a pinch. Don't pinch me. Everyone gets a pinch if you don't wear green. I, I never heard this. Don't pinch me. Yeah, you get a pinch, and you'll have very bad luck on that day. Uh, probably I'll have some bad luck. Let's hope not, but there's a chance. Um, I'm just going to uh, imagine I have the color green. <laughs> Marcus is emotionally wearing green. Yeah, just imagine. Listen, in Sarah St. Long- Patrick's Day, Sarah St. Patrick's you got, Day. You got long nails. You can do this. Okay, I'm doing my fingers. I'm doing my fingers. I'm doing my fingers. Okay, so the purpose of, so, like, you know, I've always known about, like, International Women's Day, whatever. Um, So the purpose of International Women's Day is a global day celebrating the social, economic, cultural, and political achievements of women. It's also a day that marks a chat. It, it marks a call to action of accelerating gender priority. And a significant activity that witness worldwide groups come together to celebrate women's achievements to rally for rally for women's equality. I think I just told you it's a normal sentence. So my question is for all of you. So like I'm just gonna open the floor quickly. Do you guys think more than ever there's more focus on women's equality or just equality in general, like as opposed to let's say the last five years? I think that this year it isn't really about female equality. I think it's about which gender is superior because oh, when I when I talk to people 
And then they talk about certain female problems that females have to do, you know, in the workspace and, you know, in the everyday to day life. And you have some males saying how they have to do this and that and saying that they are the ones who are more, you know, left out and they should be also, and they should also be included. And you have the females saying that they deserve to have their voice, you know, seen and not lowered. So I think it's just people trying to prove which one is right when in actuality, both genders all have their fair share of hardships. But for females, I think we deserve a month because we weren't really in the history books or given the credit that we deserve. Okay, I see that. Um, Marcus, do you have anything about, you know, the change in dynamics, hierarchy? No, I won't say hierarchy, but like, do you think there's been more focus on women versus men? Uh, gender equality speaking if we're talking gender equality speaking i think there i won't say that there wasn't a change because i believe that there was i guess a change i won't say that it's like a drastic change into like where we have more like more we have a little bit more women representing us in different ways in different political systems and everything so i feel as though during the past five years there has been change but was there like a drastic change i'll say no okay all right what about my zoom people what do you guys think do you think there's been like has there been more focus on women's rights in the last five years has there wait been can you repeat that again i'm sorry no it's okay so in the last five years, do you think mm -hmm. uh, there has been more change for women, like equality or gender equality? Like, do you think there has been a shift? Um, in my opinion, I think they have, but it's just a little because um, in today, um, females still face um, sexism everywhere they go. And like, um, when like they're trying to get a job, people simply decline them because of um, them being a female and they tell them that, you know, as a female, you can't do this or that. And like every time they try to tell females what they can do and what they cannot do. And when we bring up the struggles of simply being a woman and um, not being able to get uh, as much opportunities as males, they turn it around and make it about them and talk about, well, we go through the same thing too. Of course they go through the same thing, but they don't go through the same things we do. Like they're not um getting declined for a job just for them being a male or like they're not being told they can't do this because they're male. Like whenever um a female try to do something that is I guess um that is supposed to be like a male's work, they tell her she can't do it because she's a female. How do you know she can do it? If she could do it, why are you telling her she can't do it? And then when the female does it and she does it better than the male, they start to get mad. Like, it's not her fault that she's better at doing it than you. But I feel like that it has a change, but it's not really much. You still go through it every day. Yeah, no, you make a really good point. Even in the workplace, you know, there's that demand for change, you know, and that's something we're definitely, we need to, we need to talk about because, um, uh, during the Obama era, he signed in, I can't remember what the, uh, the what the act was called. It's going to come to me eventually. He signed for equal pay, equal, um, you know, let, 
it makes it harder for discrimination, but in the, but in the last administration, it got repealed. And now we're back, you know, it looks like we got set back five years. So you were going to say something, Cynthia? The Lily Ledbetter. That was it. The Lily Ledbetter pill. Bill. Bill. Yes. That's what it was called. I was just gonna add on to what you just said about the payment, like um, uh, the mills. Cause um, uh, I was watching this um, I don't know, I watch random stuff on YouTube. So I was watching this video on YouTube where um, this interviewer was like interviewing two people that worked at the same place, and um, the female actually had a job that was actually much more harder than the male, but the male got um much bigger pay than the female and i'm like why are they paying someone based on their gender instead of paying someone based on their ability and their skills to do the work and i was so confused because like even if you do get like a bigger job and you do a better job than the male you always get underpaid just like the like the soccer players the the male soccer players get paid more than the female soccer players but they the um the females won more championships than the males and i was so confused like why are you paying someone based on their gender not their job you know well, their hard work stuff. the sports one mm-hmm. you get the money based on how many fans you have and how many time how much uh, and how many fans buy your like merch and stuff and it goes to the soccer players but female sports aren't as popular as male sports so that's why Female sports never have enough money. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I um, don't understand the sports thing. The females, even though they don't get paid as much. They do the and, same thing. And they do the same thing. It's really based on the fans. That's, that's Nelson, how much you money you wanted to get. say something? Yeah, usually, um, I would see, like, uh, the male basketball teams, he would be like, oh, how come they get paid more? And then when, when you ask the person, do you watch them? Um, you watch like girls play soccer, they'd be like, No, I never go to their games. I'm like, that's why you don't show up, you're not a fan, you don't watch them play. So of course you're not gonna get paid more. Well yeah, and so, like- so, yeah, that that reinforces what Amanda's saying. Yeah, is that there's not there's not a fan base. Yeah, for sports you get as much money as how many fans you have and how much fans support you because you'll see people buying a bunch of merch from their favorite sports team sports players and everything but when it comes to females they'll say that females should be paid more but you're not helping them get paid more you don't buy any merch you don't show up to the game so it's like of course you're not gonna have as much money as the male sport players it's true it's you know you know we we fight for women's rights but are we as women helping each other is the question you know what i hate i hate i hate with my soul jesus oh my god holy mary and joseph i do not like pick me girls what pick me girls basically it's girls that are sexist to other females so they can have male approval. Oh my god, yes. Like are you insane? Are you mad? But I must continue. I have to be serious now. Sorry. You let her chew first. But... I gotta get... Chew first, then talk. Yeah, and those are basically pick me girls. Wait, you no, like males like females are supposed to stick with like females you supposed to have like yeah y'all side and stuff like 
are the boys supposed to be sided with the boys and stuff? But they always want to, they always want to switch sides, kind of. Instead of siding with like the girls, they would side with the boys in order to get a boy, something like that. You look, com- you look confused. Basically, Pikmin girls is the same thing as a coon. You know what a coon is, right? A coon is someone who is racist against their own race. A Pikmin girl is basically girls that try to act like males or try to put down other girls so they can have male approval or so they can be viewed as different and they're called pick me girls because they want to be picked by those boys so bad where do you guys come up with these words i don't even know anyway that's not the point here the point of the topic is that pick me girls they're the reason why girls are always against other girls they'll always be like oh you wear makeup that's so gross i'm all natural and they're always going to put down other girls for doing what they want to do and they think that being sporty and playing games oh being like being sporty and playing games they think that they are different from other girls and they don't wear any makeup and stuff like that but they're only doing that for approval but at the same time you're again putting out other girls for being themselves like it's okay if you don't want to wear makeup it's okay if you're not interested in you know other girly things but you don't you shouldn't be putting out other girls for doing what they want to do you know mm-hmm. or then calling them dumb and just calling them a pretty face but no brain because they like what they want to do like i like to wear makeup sometimes and i also like to play sports i like to dress up but i'm still smart as well like i'm not just a pretty face with no brain and i hate when girls do that they're pygmy girls yeah cynthia you look like you were gonna say something cynthia all right she'll come back to the class so the theme so every year for international women's day they come up with the theme so the campaign theme for this year is choose the challenge a challenge world is an alert world they say and from challenge and from challenge comes challenge? What did I write here? Who knows? Um, obviously, I was trying to come. So, do you guys think? So, when you think choose the challenge, what do you guys think about? Um, um, you like choose your battles wisely, kind of. Okay, choose your battles wisely. I think it means to try to challenge yourself. Try to challenge yourself. Choose like a goal that you want to step towards yourself and see how far you go throughout throughout that goal that you're going through. Okay. I don't know what I wrote here. Are you gonna tell us what it means? No, I just I was just curious. <laughs> so I which one of which one of us were like closest to uh, okay, hold on. the Okay, so choose the challenge. Oh, you looked it up for me? Mm-hmm. It's when you take a picture with your hand raised up high and you put hashtag choose the challenge, hashtag IWD 2021, and encourage for the people to commit to helping a challenge of inequality. Okay. Basically. So then maybe that comes into my next topic because we're kind of, I know we're kind of flying through some topics here um because i really want to touch on these two things so this current administration um established in excuse me in lieu of 
in lieu of International Women's Day, uh, Biden established a gender policy council within the White House. He signed two executive orders. The gender policy council addresses all sorts of discri discrimination and fights for equal rights for people, whether that's LGBTQ plus people, women, girls, men. The staff council will include special assistance to the president, which focuses specifically on policies to add advance equality for black, indigenous, and Latino women and girls of color, because during the pandemic, especially it's highlighted those in qualities with women bearing the brunt of most job losses and caregiving responsibility, because while I was doing research, it said that uh, during this pandemic, majority of women actually have lost their jobs. Um, the long-term focus for the council it's increasing economic security and opportunity for addressing the structural barriers of women's participation of labor force. It decreased wage and wealth gaps, addressing caregiving needs of American families and supporting caregiver workers. So that's the first executive order. And the previous administration, we did not have this. So what do you guys think of just having a gender policy council within the White House? Go. Hmm. It's a lot. I just spewed a lot of info. Yeah, you did. <laughs> um, I did. We can talk about his second executive order, which I think is really it's also interesting. If you guys want me to just go straight to that. Yeah, go straight to that. Please. Okay. So the second order that he did was it's reversing the controversial rule on campus sexual assault and harassment. Um, in the previous administration, Betsy Voss announced a new regulation that granted more rights and protections to those accused of sexual assault and harassment in Biden's um, executive order. It now, uh, it directs the Department of Education to review all existing regulations to guarantee an educational environment free from discrimination on the basis of sex, including discrimination in form of sexual harassment. What do you think? Okay, so what I think is that um, by doing so, it adds more security of like, for these cases to take place, it shows that the White House is trying their best to like, minimize the amount of um, inequality that's happening throughout different schools and different scenarios and everything, which I really appreciate because it's a really important topic, which wasn't really present to us many years ago. And now, yeah is getting like we're getting to the point where like we're noticing the things that are not that that was not noticed in the past and it's being brought to reality for us to make change and everything which is very very true because in uh you know let's be frank in uh, on most campuses because a lot of you guys are going to be senior you guys you're all going to be seniors but then you're all going to be freshmen soon on college campuses so you know sexual assault and all this stuff is gonna be big choice um so you know a lot of campuses tend to hide sexual and you know sexual assault and a lot of it favors the uh perpetrator not the victim so in Biden's new executive order, it it really does take away all that all those obstacles and barriers. It 
really favors the victim, but also it, it protects the victim, but it, it, it's not, it, the victim is more likely to come forward as before. So do you think there's gonna be more reporting? Do you think there's, because the reporting is very low, to be honest. What do you guys, like, what do you think? Do you think this is a good thing? Do you think this is a bad thing? Uh, for me, it can go either way because um, there's some people who just doesn't really trust the government because like okay. all of our past actions, you've seen that we've been dealing with a lot during our past actions and everything, but and then like there's other people who will take that as more of a security thing and they will see see that they have the government has our back and everything and it will give them more confidence in order to for them to report these different cases. So for me, it can just go either way. Right. Okay. Um, Zoom people, what do you guys think about Biden's new executive orders? Wait, wait, what? Biden's new executive orders. So he did an executive order, which opens up creating a gender council in the White House, and then he created a, a, an executive order, which um, makes it even playing field when it comes to sexual assault crimes. Oh, I feel like that is um, that is better. Uh, what I happened? Think... You're making a lot of noise. Wait, that is better because if he's trying to make like wait, you said everything is equal, like in the White House and stuff. So okay, so the 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 gender the gender policy council it addresses all sorts of discrimination and fights for equal rights for people, whether it's LGBTQ plus people, women, girls, and men. That's the gender uh, policy council. That and that uh, that goes straight to the president. That they that's who they report to. And then his second executive order makes it, when it comes to sexual assault claims and crimes, it's an even playing field when it comes to reporting. Because in the previous administration, the reporting favored the perpetrator, not the victim. Oh yeah, that is, um, that is important because nowadays people, I mean, People used to when a person when the person commits a crime, and then a victim when they report it, people would usually side with the victim. Sometimes they would people would always side with the victim without knowing the truth, which is why I always say innocent until proven guilty. Right. Because without proof, you can't really you can't really do anything without proof. If you have proof, that's understandable, but you can't say someone's guilty until innocent because how you know they really did it yeah. or they committed that crime. Valid. Yeah, thank you, Nielsen. Um, anybody else? Well, I think on top of that, he should have also added that false rape claims That's a huge thing. should be reported to, and they should also go to jail because there's been a lot of times where girls will say that this person did that, but he actually didn't, and he'll lose like half of his life. And I feel like that should be erased from his record. He should have some money to get back on his, you know, his life, some therapy too, as well. And she should also go to jail. Like, there is false. Oh, a lot too. of money. Yes. I think that you can sue for that. 
Um, because I, I was on TikTok and somebody said, "Oh, I was um falsely accused of rape and I sued, I sued the girl. I, I took them to court and stuff like that." And it's not it's not right because when because like if a girl has um if a girl does something with you and then she regrets it, she um she says, "Oh, I got raped because she regretted, not because when she already consented to it." If you consented, you can't you can't say, "Oh, you can't like um." say the rape, oh, he raped me and this and that, is because you regretted what you did. If you already consented and you already said, oh, it was okay to continue what y'all were doing, you can't, you can't, you can't like go around saying the rape word and stuff and trying to get the guy in trouble when he did nothing wrong. That is wrong in so many ways. And I think they should like make a law where if you, if a person lies about you raping them, they should face the same amount of time that you face when, if you go to jail, you know what I mean? That's an interesting point of view. Okay. Um, my other two Zoom people, do you have any thoughts about that on f- false rape claims? Um, and also sometimes when um the female when the female get raped, um nobody normally believes her and they tell her that well uh she was asking for it or they like what were you wearing? Maybe your clothes provoked him or like the way the clothes that you were wearing uh, meant that you were asking for it to be raped or whatever. And then they don't believe um, the victim that's actually making the claims that she got raped. And at the end of the day, they blame it on her for getting raped. And I'm like, nobody wants to get raped. Like she didn't know that it was going to happen. Like at that time, nobody really asked to Nobody ever asked to be in that situation, you know, but I don't understand why, like, every time, you know, everything comes up, they mostly blame the girl for what happened to her. And it's like, hmm. Yeah. That's that's another that's another good point. Yeah, but that, like, also, it relates to both genders, because if you're if I'm a man, right, and I say I got raped by someone, I, if I go to the cops, some cops are going to react differently. Yeah, they, they won't say, believe you. They, they'll be like, you got raped, stop lying and everything. They're gonna like try to call it the day. Where like in other cases, we might they, it can go either way, but yeah. I think more of the chances of you not being believed is is a higher percent chances of not you getting like being believed that you got raped by someone by like a man or a woman. But like the thing is like <clears throat> I think the um things that should be known is that like any people should get the concept of that any gender can get raped. And we should always, as Nielsen said, we should always wait until you have enough proof and evidence in order to state who you believe is wrong for the situation every day. I have something to say. I was on a TikTok, you know, uh, this guy wanted to do like a questionnaire. He was like, if um, if a guy gets some rape, but he got hard off of it, is that considered rape? And then I was search. I was looking through the comments, and everybody's saying, "Oh, that is not rape. That is not rape," because he enjoyed it, he liked it, he got hard off of it, so it's not considered rape. And now, and then I see some people saying, "If he didn't consent, that is considered rape." And I'm like, "That is rape." But people, yeah, no, not- no, you're right. And you know what? So next month is um, sexual assault awareness, and I think you know what we should. T- we're gonna take we should take an episode and talk about rape culture. And I think you guys are making such valid points and we really should take this topic yeah. and really divulge in it because 
we can obviously spend a whole episode on talking about gender and how either gender, the whole topic itself. So I think next month we're going to talk about um, sexual assault and what that means and how it affects both parties. Yeah. You have something to say for like what Marcus was saying. Um, I also saw, I've been seeing mad posts about this on TikTok. Somebody said, oh, both genders can get raped. And uh, people commenting, males don't get raped. That don't happen. Or like when males get raped, they got to, they have to, they can't show emotions. They can't tell because if you go tell somebody, they laugh at you, they'll be like, oh, you're a boy. How do you get, how do you let a girl force, force themselves on you or something like that? They'd be like, boys don't get raped. That that never happens. It's always a girl. Or they'd be like, um, girls don't rape boys. Boys rape boys and boys rape girls or something like that. That's what they always say. And I and again, and you're just like, you are making my point more valid and how we need to talk about this and how we need to normalize. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but normalize the conversation because people need to understand that men do get raped. And they are need to, they are part of this conversation because, like Marcus said, he can come in here and he can say, "Well, listen, I got raped," and we need to validate that and say, "Okay, what happened?" Instead of saying, you know, um, something, you know, instead of saying, "Oh, I, I never happened to you. That can't happen." You know, boys don't yeah. boys don't happen. But if I came and said, "Well, oh, you know, I got raped," and everybody's like, "Oh my God, what happened?" This totally happened to you. Why is my situation different than his? Right? Mm-hmm. So again, I think next month, because it's sexual uh, soul awareness, we need to have that conversation. Uh, so I don't want to not close this conversation. I want to put this conversation and table it for next month because we can totally get into it. I want to talk about something that Burger King posted on Twitter in lieu of international um, so Burger King just posted in lieu of Women's Day campaign um, so so every, background on this in the culinary world it is actually very dominated by men I should put that out mm-hmm. only 20% of women are actually chefs so they posted this to support, and I'm put this in air quotes, to for women. They actually posted women belong in the kitchen. Oh my god. So support? That doesn't so when you guys just see you know, this. You know, they were trying to grab people's attention with that and then felt miserable. They were like, women belong in the kitchen. The kitchen. So that's why we Burger King are trying to help more women get into culinary. People killed him for that. The comment section was a right. <laughs> <laughs> like the, I see where they were going with it. And I was like, because at first, since I was on a Twitter account, I was like, wait, women belong in the kitchen? What? Oh. And then I saw where they were going. So, but imagine as a bystander seeing that and you see, you say, what women belong in the kitchen? I'll read it and not just know what it's like. And then they followed up with, if they want to, of course. So, do you think oh, that doesn't even help the situation at all? Like, so, Nilsa, what do you think? I don't agree with that term. <laughs> um, anybody can belong in the kitchen, you know what I mean? Exactly. If you know, anybody but i don't really agree with it because um I, it was a tiktok <laughs> there was, his, all of these are TikTok. TikTok. like there was a tiktok um this guy 
the yeah. girl made a video. She was like how the guy, she, the, the girl made a video. She, the girl always goes to work. She takes care of everything. And every time she asks the guy to do something or like, can you fix this for me? Because I have work. He always says no. And stuff like that. So then she, she does something. She cheats on him. And then a guy made the same video. He'd be like, he was like, oh, I got to go to work. Can you cook me some? I got to go take a shower to go to work. Can you cook me a sandwich to eat? So I won't be late. The girl was like, nope, I'm not a, I'm not a chef or something like that. And so he cheats on her and everybody was bashing the guy. He was like, the girl is not obligated to do anything. The girl, the, yeah, but everybody was saying on the girl's video, yes, queen, yes, that's what you should do. Leave him. He's useless. She's not doing anything to provide for you. Like yeah. when the guy just wanted the girl to like cook him something so he could um go to work so he won't be late because he's working. He's a hard, he's more hardworking doing what he has to do. And he just wanted the girl to make him something to eat. Everybody was saying, oh, she's, she's not obligated to do anything. You, you should be everything by yourself. I don't get Yeah. I mean, that's so interesting because it's like, it's two point of views of what people are saying. You're, you're right. Like they're saying, yes, queen, yes, queen. But this guy's like just trying to go to work. So, I mean, it's just, it's so funny how perspective can play such a big role in that. It really can. Because if you're going to just say woman belongs in the kitchen, you're just saying that all women is good for is just cooking food and everything, which is not true. That would be my perspective if I saw that for the first time. Because there's not, there's not a lot of clarification on by what you mean. I understand that you're trying to get more women into like being chefs and, and all of that, but not all women wants to become chef. They have different like roles that they want to do in life. And I don't think they're obligated to like become chefs be just because that there's a small percentage. And the reason might be behind that we have that small percentage is because of the fact that woman that tries to take that opportunity to be hired as a chef doesn't get that opportunity because of the fact they're a woman. Right. I mean, you got to think about it. Cause like I watch a lot of cooking shows, not because I like cooking. It's just cause like the drama behind it. Cause I think it's funny, but it's a lot of males and how many like head chefs do you know that are actually females? Um, well, if I had to say anything about that, I would say it's because I would say because most men are more passionate about cooking because like when like when somebody does something a lot, they begin to be mad about it. They don't want to do it anymore. So I would say that's why. But you know, it might also be because. Oh, hold on, hold on, right there. Hold no, on. let me finish. 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 All right. So what I'm trying to say is that, like, for instance, if one day, like, my mother always cooks for me every day, right? That's something, right? So if I would say, who would I want to cook? I would say my mother because she always cooks for me. But my mother doesn't want to cook for the rest of her life. She might want to do something else. When she's cooking, she's just like, oh, this recipe and this thing. But when my dad want to do something, he might do it more because this is probably the first time he's going to do it. He's going to be like, wow, this is kind of fun. So they might be more passionate about it. Maybe that's why. Maybe because, you know, they don't want women to be there. So I'm just saying that the person who's more passionate about it can probably do it more. Besides. Who you see? Wait, so wait, are you saying that men are more passionate than women? Cooking? Wait, let me take this one. Let me take this one. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying that most men are more passionate towards it because they have less time to do it. So when they do it, they feel like, oh, this is something fun. Because most men are always working. They don't always have the time to cook. So they never like had the time. But when they actually tried it, they'd be like, 
wow, this is actually fun. I wonder why I never no, tried it before. A, I'm not going to let you shoot yourself. I get, I get where hiccups coming off. I mean, coming from, like, to an extent. Because, look, w- women feel, co- like, they feel obligated to cook and do all of the cleaning work. So, like, when they do it, they're not really having fun doing it. You know what I mean? Because everybody, society puts this um idea on women that they're the one that's supposed to clean, cook, and do all of that. So, when okay. they do it, they're not actually enjoying it. While right. Women, that's exactly what I'm trying to say. Like, it's something like they were like they, they, that people put on them like they're required to do. So it's basically like, why am I required to do? I don't want to do this. But man, it's like something they just like you're like, oh, this is fun, I guess, you know. Because they've been they do it a lot. So they become like okay. I see all right. I see where you're going with it. Repeat myself, Marcus. Marcus, 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 do you think the game changes? Yeah, a lot. Because, you know, if you do something like you want to try something new. Because, look, like I said earlier, society puts this idea on women that they are obligated to do the cooking and cleaning. So when they do it, they don't feel happy about it. They don't have any joy in doing it because um that's what society, society think that that's what they're supposed to do. Huh? That's really that's so interesting. So I, I think it's uh, very... We can, we can talk all day about this. I'm very fascinated about it. I, I'm kind of... Dis- I disagree, like, entirely. Because... Oh, but, all right, what? explain your part. Why do you disagree? Oh, why I disagree on your statement, Hentoff? Yeah. Because, because, like you said, women are more passionate about cooking. So why does it society well, make women always... Exactly. That's why some women are chefs, because they're passionate of cooking. Like you can't okay, really then why are there more chef men than women then? Because they're not given that opportunity to become chef. Some women, just because of their background, just because of what they what they came from, they're not given that opportunity. You can't really say that one gender is more passionate than another on a certain aspect because there are women who are passionate in cooking. Yeah, I never said you're not women. you're not able to see okay. it. I never said there were women who were passionate but about you cooking. You said men were more passionate I, more than women. Passionate you passionate about cooking. All right, time out, time out, time out, time out. I never said there were any women. Because there were more women who were more passionate about, you know, working out than men are. There were men who were more passionate about looking better than women are. There's always going to be a person who wants to do more than the other, than the majority who wants to do something. I'm not saying that women have no passion at all for cooking. I'm just saying, like, more men have the passion because society requires women to cook Okay. Because you know it's always been put okay. on them, so they're like, it's not something I want to do when I grow up. I want to try something new. I want to, I don't know, I want to become a lawyer or something else. Let's try something new, not just cook every day. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying that women don't have depression because they are, they are female cooks. They are. Oh, okay. But I do have to pause on this part of the conversation because we have to wrap it up. Um, and we're not even done because I did want to talk about uh, Brianna Taylor. Are we doing a part two? Part two? We're going to do part two because we I want to talk about Brianna Taylor versus uh, George Floyd's case and what the difference is. Because I did all of his research. Um... So, and we want to give Brianna Taylor a shout out because it's been one year since her death. Um, so rest in peace for her. 
And um, so next week we'll we'll continue this lovely debate and this in this conversation, and we're gonna kind of a little bit go more into about women, women's rights, gender equality. Um, let <laughs> have some more debates, and we'll we're gonna talk about um, how the case of Breonna Taylor's been handled versus George Floyd's case has been handled because George Floyd's case is continuing and they've already ended Breonna Taylor's case so let's look at the differences between those two and is it gender equality it has is there a difference so I definitely want to talk about all of that um so let's wrap up this this conversation um let's do some last minute thoughts um just talk let's let's just wrap it up go ahead Marcus all right thank you for listening and everything just as a reminder you should always teach it um always treat everyone equal whatever their race color ethnicity etc and etc you should always treat them the same the way that you want it to be treated and yeah there you go perfect uh Nielsen wrap it up wrap up some thoughts about this episode for us we all need change. We need to stop with all the double standards, and we need <laughs> to all be. We need equality. There you go. Perfect. Enta, wrap up this episode for us. Yeah. Well, you see, in this world, we're all the same, but so different at the same time. There you go. Perfect. Um, fortunately, I think Cynthia is. Um, she's having computer issues. It looks like. So I'm gonna just wrap it up. We we lost Amanda somewhere also in the mist. People in here are dropping like flies. Um, so I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, like everyone says, you know, we gotta fight to be equal because we are equal, no matter race, color, gender, anything. Um, equality is more important than ever nowadays. And we just have to be more kind to each other. Um, I wanna thank everyone for listening to another episode of the Safe Space. Um, you can check us out on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean. You can also check us out on our website, theamanisafespace.com. And we are going to be in your ears next week. Uh, we'll see you guys later. See you. Bye. Bye.